What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to my social life. This is the podcast where we teach you how to grow on social media by talking to people who have actually done it. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly. As always, today's podcast is powered by Surf. And today is a takeaways episode. And if you're here with a takeaways episode, this is where I sit down and break down the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today, we're discussing my conversation with Fresco Trey. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the full podcast yet, I highly recommend you go back and do so. But just in case you don't have the time, quick little rundown on who Trey is. Is Tracy, a recording artist from Memphis, Tennessee. He has over 1.2 million monthly listeners on Spotify. I was very excited to have him on the podcast. I was originally supposed to have him when I was at VCon, actually, all the way back in May. Uh, but schedules didn't work out when we were there uh, and ultimately didn't end up happening. But a big shout out to him and his team for making it happen after the fact. We got the remote recording done. Uh, Lucas, Coach, both those guys was going back and forth with. If they're listening, thank you to you guys for helping set this one up. Um, but I'm very glad I got to have Trey on the podcast. And so a number of takeaways here. So I'm going to get right into them. We'll try to get you out of here in 10, 15 minutes as we always do. Uh, the first takeaway here is, you know, be authentic and dare to be different. You know, that was kind of one of the themes that that came out of my, my conversation with Trey is authenticity and being himself is something he prides himself on. He's also authentic in his music. And because he's authentic, it means he's different. And I like the fact that he said dare to be different because being different is not an easy thing to do. It is so much easier to conform, to try and be like everybody else. Cause when you're different, you stand out and you got a lot of eyes on you and not a lot of people like that. So, um, daring to be different is, isn't easy. And but it allows you to separate yourself, right? Like because Trey dares to be different, to be his authentic self and create in the way that's most authentic to him, he creates a lot of music that might not necessarily sound like other music that comes from Memphis. Memphis is having a moment right now in hip hop. They got a lot of guys coming out of there and there's a certain type of way that they sound and Trey doesn't necessarily sound like that. He sounds different. He's more emotional. He's more vulnerable in his music. Uh, Because of that, it allows him to separate himself and it's why he's found success because he's being himself and is he different and he doesn't sound like everybody else. If he's just a copy of somebody else, he's not going to be, to be around as long. You know, we talked about as well that kind of along this line that yes, he's found success. And actually to be fair, we talked about that. He could also have probably popped off quicker if he did try to sound like the other artists coming out of Memphis right now, if he did try to sound like everybody else, but if he did do that, then he wouldn't have lasted or he would, he'd still obviously still be, wouldn't have, he'd still be around today, but like he would have burnt out. He would have been enjoying the music he's making because he creates in a way that is most authentic to him. He's happier in the work that he's making. He's enjoying himself, which therefore will give him more longevity to continue creating because he's creating in a way that it's best for him. He didn't blow up creating another type of music that it's not him. And now he's trying to flip his sound to something completely different. He started from the jump creating in a way that's most authentic to him. And as a result, it's going, like I said, going to be, have a more, have a longer career because he's creating what he wants to create. But the thing is, is that yes, it gives you a longer career and it gives you more longevity when you're creating in a way that that's authentic to you. But at, on the flip side, it's also going to take longer to get there. You know, Trey and I talked about the fact that, you know, he probably could have found success quicker if he just copied everybody else, but he didn't want that. And so he had to, you have to kind of have that understanding as a creator, whether you're a YouTuber, an artist, a TikToker, if you just follow the trend and try and do what everybody else does, you can pop off pretty quick. Absolutely. But you can also flame out pretty quick too, versus if you create in a way that's unique to you, that's different and people follow you for you and not just for the trends, they're going to rock with you through the up and downs. You're going to have a a more loyal fan base there for your career could last longer. You'll (laughs) have longevity. But if you just create the trends, 
you might pop off quicker, but you also disappear quicker. So you have to have that understanding as a creator that if you're going to carve your own path, if you're going to go your own way, if you're going to create a new form, if you're going to try and pioneer something, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. And Trey understands that it's going to be worth it. And because of that, he was able to push through those down moments. You know, he's had, he had a, some tough years in his career where he had to grind. It was just him and his dad for most of it. You know, that's tough. There's pressure. You get down on yourself. But he knew he had the understanding. He made the commitment to himself that he was going to do this his way and it's paid off. And so for you, I encourage you to do your way as well. But you also have to have the understanding that it's just going to take you a little bit longer. Speaking of that, it's taking a little longer. My next takeaway here is just a direct quote from Trey. Is that everything happens at the right time. Focus on the present. And so if you are going about it your own way and you're trying to, to do things in a unique way that that's that's never been done before it's going to take you longer so you're going to watch some of your peers who are just jumping on trends copying other people they're going to get a little bit more traction than you in the beginning and it's going to be easy <laughs> to look at their success to become jealous to want to change to wish that you had your success right now but to trace point everything happens at the right time and and to focus on the present because if you're just if you just spend your days focusing on what's next and where what you don't have you're going to be miserable you're going to be anxious but if you focus on the present and be one appreciative for what you do have and focus on what you have in front of you you're going to be able to to do a better job and get to your success quicker right like if you spend all your days as a creator, we'll use a YouTuber as an example because most of you listening to this are creators. Most of you, I understand, listening to this aren't artists. Uh, maybe you are, so shout out to you. But we'll use YouTuber as the example because that's just a common example for the show. You focus on how many subscribers you have you know, and how you want more subscribers. That's going to lead you to make decisions to try and get to that other place that you think you need to be, those more subscribers. And in doing so, you're gonna it's gonna lead to decisions that aren't necessarily the best for your channel that might lead to more subscribers. You know, you're gonna start doing those trends that don't make sense for your channel. You're gonna start doing things that aren't authentic to who you are. Versus if you focus on the present, focus on the videos that you're making and how you can make those videos the best videos you can possibly make, that's only going to benefit you. And it's odds are in the long run, it's going to lead to growth as well. So I think that focusing on the present, not focusing on where you, what you don't have, what other people have that you don't have, stay in your lane, look ahead, like look forward, like I not looking left and right at other people, focus on the present and do the best with what you have right now. And by doing that, it will help you get to that goal in the end. Another thing that I thought was interesting that Trey does and he does intentionally is his image. You know, I asked him straight up, like, what is your image? And to Trey, what he wants his image to be, which I think is interesting because it's not what you typically tend to hear from artists is like, he wants his image to be relatable. You know, he, he wants his fans to see what he has and think I can get that too. You know, a lot of celebrities, a lot of artists, actors, social media creators, influencers, they get to a certain point where it's hard to maintain that relatability. You know, they, they, they explode like Emma Chamberlain's an example of this where she just popped off doing car vlogs. Right. And now to be fair, I did a deep dive in Emma Chamberlain like a year and a half ago. So I could be way off base with this, but like she popped off doing car vlogs. Now she's being flown out to Paris by Vogue. What it's hard for her fans to relate to that. They can relate to driving around in their car, stopping at Starbucks, stopping at, stopping at Pete's coffee getting some, getting coffee, you know, they can relate to that. 
And that's why they connect with her. And so for Trey, he's trying to do a similar thing where he wants his fans to think that what he's done isn't out of their grasp and it's attainable. And that's going to deepen his connection with their audience. If he is a relatable figure, he well, yes, will be a celebrity will also be somebody that they can talk. They feel that like they can talk to. They feel like they know. And he's doing that intentionally to deepen the relationship with his audience. And I think that that's just a smart move. And obviously a great way to do that is with social media and communicating with your fans. But that was one thing that his image, he's trying to have a relatable image. So his fans, so his lifestyle is attainable to fans. It's not something that they, they, they can't, they can't attain. And it was cool to talk to Trey. You know, I'm fascinated by the creative process, um, which we'll, we'll definitely talk about in the coming weeks, the creative process. Um, but it fascinates me how people make things, how creative people make what they make. And so it's cool to get to talk to Trey about his creative process because music creative processes is almost extra fascinating to me. You know, it's probably because it's one that I can't grasp myself. I don't know how you tell a story with, with music, with sound, and so for people that can do that and they can rhyme, it's, it's just, it's pro- probably like, you know, the filmmaking process I have a deeper understanding of writing. I understand, but music's just, there's just something that that's elusive to me when it comes to music. So it's just interesting for me to, to hear people talk about it. So to get to talk to somebody like Trey was really, really cool. And that was interesting. He talked about, you know, how he writes and he can't write his music in advance because when he writes, he has to. His writing reflects his current mindset, his current mood, the vibe he's feeling in life. And so when he gets in the studio, if he was really sad three days ago and he wrote a sad song and he gets to the studio and the energy's up and everyone's feeling good, he can't perform that song in the way it was intended when he wrote it because the vibe's not there. So he has to write in the moment, which I think is interesting that he writes a lot of what Trey does is based off of the vibe that he has, which I feel like is is good. It can be difficult for a creative, like just for me as an example, like obviously Trey is much further ahead in his career than I am when it comes to like, when I'm going to talk to a screenwriting here, but for me, when it comes to screenwriting, if I just went off the vibe, I, I've created, I create like a strict routine for me. I sit down and I write regardless whether I'm feeling it or not so that I get the work done. But for Trey, he does it differently and neither way is right or wrong. You know, I've talked, we talked, we had Tom Boyd here in the podcast. He's talked about Pharrell. Pharrell treated his time in the studio like a nine to five. He would show up early. He'd get the work done. He'd leave, you know, he'd show up at like nine, leave at three, so between three and five o'clock, Monday to Friday. He treated it like a job. And some people do it like that. People like Trey, they don't. And again, there's no right or wrong answer here. So it's cool to hear him say that when he does his writing, he can't just write, you know, when he gets home, he has to do it all in the studio. He has to create based off the vibe. And I think that's interesting because then odds are you're going to be able to feel whatever vibe he's feeling through that song because it was created entirely from a certain place, a certain energy. So that is going to translate to you, the listener, when you hear that song. And I thought that that, that was really interesting. Also too, like when it comes to this creative process, I don't think people realize how hard the creative process can be if you're not a creator yourself, right? Like Trey was talking about something completely separate, but he just casually referenced, you know, like sometimes it might take us, there might be 10 minutes when there's no music going on because we're trying to figure out an ad lib. And I just want to like, just like circle back on that here. It might take you 10 minutes to figure out an ad lib. You know, they're like, the one random yell at the beginning of the song it might take you 10 minutes to figure out what that yell, what that grunt, what that noise should be. And I think for a lot of people, they don't think about that. They don't think that every little thing like that had intention, had purpose, was thought about. And in some cases it's not, but it's just interesting to hear that that might, that might actually, there might be intention there. And there's just so much that goes into the creative process, which is why it fascinates me. The fact that it's so different for everyone that I love it. But just the fact that 10 minutes to come up with an ad lib 
that's wild. And I, I don't think a lot of people would think that a lot of people probably think that like, those are just the natural things that happen when you're, when you're rapping on the, when you're, when you're in the studio and maybe it is, but for Trey, it's not, they might sometimes, like I said, up to 10 minutes to figure out an ad lib. And I think that that's cool. And I think when you, when you're a creator and you find something where you're able to spend a lengthy period, just over the, the minutia, over the smallest details, if you're able to stress about them and you enjoy stressing about them, I think you found something there. Like I realized for me a couple of months ago, I was working on a short film, like a script. And there was like one line of dialogue. I just sat and thought about for like 20 minutes, this one line of dialogue. I knew it wasn't right. And I had to figure it out. And there is not much in this world that I will do. Like I, I, I like to move forward. <laughs> I like to be moving. There's not much I like to sit and deal with for 20 minutes. You know, I like to just get it done and move on. But with my script, I was enjoying trying to figure it out. I was enjoying trying to find the exact right words to put in there. I think that's interesting. When you find that thing where you're able to, where you want to stress about the little details, I think you're onto something. I also think too that Trey was cool. He's talking about when he gets like writer's block, when he just gets the studio and there's nothing going on. He talks about that, what he does when he can't, when it's just not there. He leaves the studio. You know, a lot of people, they feel like they need to sit down and just grind it out. And again, I do. I do that. And again, there's no right answer. It's different for everybody. But for Trey, he feels like when, when, when it's just not there, he doesn't try to force it. He'll leave the studio. Because if you just try to force it, he's in the studio like almost every day. So if he's just trying to force it when he's in the studio all day, every day, eventually he's going to run out of things to write about. because. All he's seen is the four walls of his studio. You know, in order to be able to, to be creative, you need to experience life. It's hard to create something unique and beautiful when you just sit in a, the same room all day, seeing the same things all day. You know, you need to experience things. You need to be learning things. You need to be finding out new things if you want to create. You know, you need to, you need to be inspired. And you, it's hard to be inspired by the same thing every day. So Trey tries to break out of his routine whenever he's feeling uninspired. And just live life for a little bit and come back to the studio refreshed, come back to the studio inspired and create again. So don't feel guilt either if you feel like you need to step away because you've been creating for long and you've hit that that roadblock. Take a break, come back and take it from a different angle. Kind of on that note too, it leads me to another takeaway is, you know, Trey very much believes in recovering as an artist. So many people feel like, you know, if they're not in the studio, they're falling behind because someone else is in the studio. And I know a lot of entrepreneurs like you listening to this, you might be like this where, and you feel like if you're not creating, you're falling behind because somebody else is creating. And obviously, like, I understand where that comes from. And there's like a little bit of truth in that. But it's also like, don't run yourself into the ground. And Trey's a big believer. And this comes from his background as an athlete, as a basketball player, a high-level basketball player. Again, he had offers from Division One basketball, from Division One schools to go play basketball. He's a big believer in recovery as an artist. And, you know, I haven't heard anybody really talk about that. Recovery as an artist. I think it's t- tough, too, especially for for digital creators in a 2022 world where you're on a hamster wheel where you have to get a video out every single week. So I'm getting TikTok every single day, twice a day, three times a day. It's tough to find that time to recover. And I think that's what I don't like about TikTok is that there is no, there, there isn't that recovery time. And so I just like that, that that's something he prioritizes, you know, taking time off between projects, getting enough sleep, you know, taking time away when he's stuck I like the idea of taking time away between projects. And I think that's something, you know, I'm watching Ryan Trahan's series right now. Obviously this is coming out in the future. So, but 
I'm watching Ryan Tran series right now. And I think that we're going to see him take a little bit of a break after this, you know, his channel's grown like two and a half plus million subscribers in the last month and a bit. He's done an unbelievable amount of views in 30 days. I think Ryan Trahan could take a break for three months and come back and it wouldn't be that big of a hit on his channel. Maybe a little bit, but like from a mental health perspective, from a recovery perspective, I think it nets out. And so as an artist, you need to find those times to recover, to take those breaks, because that's important for you to be creating at your best. Could you imagine if you had to play, like imagine you had to, to play basketball every single day, every day, you didn't, didn't get a break, right? By day 100, you're probably going to be sluggish. You might be a little bit better, but you're going to be slower. You're going to be more tired. Your reflexes aren't going to be as fast because you're exhausted. And then imagine playing another 100 days after that. Like you need that time off. You need that time to recover. You need that time just to play around and have fun. And that'll allow you to be a better creator in the long run. And the last thing too, okay, the last, this is it. My last takeaway from my conversation with Mr. Fresco Trey was i thought this was cool i remember i was in la recently and i was talking to a friend of mine i was telling her about this how he described this feeling and i was like you know what's the vibe you need to create because like i said trey creates a lot of vibe he creates based off the vibe in the room he creates when there's a certain vibe and i was like how would you explain that energy you know when you when when you know you got something to create and, he, and how he explained it i just love this he's like you know when you're in like middle school and you get a new xbox you get that xbox on like a sunday evening so you only get to play it for like an hour and then you gotta go to bed then you gotta go to school the next day and all you can think about is the fact that you got an xbox at home with your name on it that you can go play when you get home you're not even paying attention to class all you're thinking about is that xbox when he has that feeling about his music when it's the only thing he can think about that's the feeling he looks for when he knows he's onto something and he knows he's got to get in the studio and create and to me I love that. When it's the only thing you could think about, you're on to something. But yeah, I just love it. And I love the creative process, which again, we'll talk about in the coming weeks. But I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Whether you've listened the entire way through or you only listen to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you for taking them to check this out. Do me a big favor. Go and follow Trey. Go and stream Heartbreak Diaries too. Everything will be linked in the show notes down below so you can find it. If you'd like to follow me, you can find me everywhere on social media. Feel free to come and say hello. My DMs are always open. If you did enjoy today's podcast, be sure to leave us a positive rating and review. Share this episode with a friend and subscribe to the show. I put up brand new interviews every single Tuesday. Tuesday and a brand new takeaways episode like this is an audio exclusive where I sit down and break down the most recent podcast episode of the week every single Thursday. As always, today's podcast is powered by Surf. Thank you once again for listening. We'll talk soon.